Welcome to Shonda Bam Bam's Random Lifestyle. Welcome to the podcast. It is almost 2023, y'all. So, let's get right into it. I was feeling in some kind of way. So, yesterday something weird really happened. Okay, so I went to the store with my daughter, who's an adult, and we're both little people. When I say little people, we're, we're average height. We're five something, okay? Maybe I, I shrank, actually. I shrank two inches. So now I'm almost her height. So we're little cute little chubbits, chubbits. So, you know, we're just, you know, doing our thing. We're always in our own little world. We don't we don't think like society. So we're in our own zone. So we kind of, our, our aura, our aura is totally different than other people's because our thought process is nothing like yours. Maybe you're thinking about money, sex, hating on someone maybe you know you're trying to take over the world i don't know what it is but we're not with on that level you know my mindset is more like where are the gummies so if you have that mindset high five double high five both hands high five so my thing is i'm in the store and everything but i am aware of my surroundings and when i was talking to my daughter i saw a weird black man well first of all i saw a weird truck drive in okay i'm very sensitive to weird things so the, the way he drove in was erratic and i didn't notice in the beginning that he didn't even park in his space he parked diagonally and he wasn't really in the space so anyway i'm talking to my daughter because uh, you know well if you don't know new jersey went backless so we're still trying to get over it it's been a while but we're still forgetting our bags we're carrying our shit out in our hands. We're just disheveled. We want the plastic bags back. We want our 45 plastic bags for eight things, okay? Like, we want our plastic bags back where there were, like, two things in each bag, and we had 45 bags. It was just so more convenient than remembering your reusable bag that has old onions and um, meat blood in it from when you went grocery shopping. But, hey, it, it, you know, it is what it is. So I noticed him walk by, and I thought, why is this weird black man staring at me? You know, most people glance over at me, but his stare was, it was a bit long. You know, he was like, I don't know. It was weird because it was like he was staring at me in slow motion, and that felt really weird so i looked over at him and i was like well wow is, is my butt going pow from the side of the door because the door was open anyway so we go in the store and i me and my daughter paused because she said something was on my face then we walk in and the the time the time we paused you would think the person he had moved on in the store but he was just meandering around looking at some bananas so you know, we kept walking. I didn't want to go back to that aisle. So my daughter went to look for something and came back. We went to the store. It felt eerie. I felt creepy. I felt a vibe, a negative vibe, which women always pay attention to that. Always pay attention to that little voice, that nagging feeling. It is your body. It is something telling you to run, flight, or fight, okay? It's an, it's an instinct that you have as we're still um, animalistic and we ignore these things. And this is what helps protect you. So... Immediately, I didn't say anything to my daughter to alert her, but I felt this guy was following us from aisle to aisle, and he wasn't really shopping. He was really trying to watch me because it wasn't my daughter because I'm, I'm aware if someone likes my daughter. My daughter is like anti-people uh, uh, right now. She's not looking for anything, for anyone. So she's not putting out that vibe. Me either, I would assume, but hey, whatever. So anyway... So she and I are shopping, and then I glance and I see him in my peripheral vision. I use my peripheral vision a lot. 
So then we moved on and I told her something moved me to tell her. So I said, some creepy guy is following us around the store. Can we hurry up? Which we already were. So we hurried up, went in line and I didn't see him in line. So I figured if the dude is following us or me, that he, you know, is going from aisle to aisle and eventually he'll, he'll realize that we went to line because it's not a very big store. So we go to line and he winds up in a line eventually like four people back, but he kind of like cuts and no one says anything to him. And we're like, it's a long line. We finally move forward. We're almost there. He, I see him staring at me. I move uh, near my daughter so he can't really see me. I'm on my phone. Then uh, he's right behind us. So, you know, I compliment the cashier because her nails were popping. She had this whole Christmas thing on. It's this Caucasian older woman. She had the head thing on, the earrings. She was so festive. And I was like, her, her nails were well done, very well done. She had little Santa Claus and little snowman and snow. Very beautiful nails. I have, If you're beautiful, if something's beautiful on you, I like something on you, I will compliment you. I am not a hater. I just love that. And I know it feels good when someone compliments me. And, you know, getting your nails done and having what she had done with the design is very expensive. So anyway, so, um, you know, I'm thinking he's far away because there was a person um, in front of him with a big shopping cart. So I'm thinking, okay, we can hurry up. I'm helping bag up the stuff and whatnot. And we go out. My daughter says that the guy ran behind us and that she was ready to, like, you know, ready to hit, like she was in um, combat mode. Me, I'm thinking the guy, we're making it to the car, I'm rushing to the car, he's nowhere near us, and he rushes right behind, so I get in the car real quick, my daughter gets in the car real quick, and she tells me that, and I see him walking by and look over at me, and he goes to his car, because I pull out, and I look at the guy next to me in his white truck, it's in the window, so what happened, there was a guy that hit the car, he's staring at me, I'm looking at him, because he's probably like, whoa, that guy was up on your guy's ass, like what was going on? So the guy goes to his car, his back of his, his truck, SUV, like he's getting something and he does it and we pull out and I just fucking speed out to this fucking highway and leave. So ladies, my warning is you don't know what anyone's thinking. Many people are risking it all because they'd rather be in prison than they'd rather be free because prison gives them free food, free health care. It gives them a whole nother community that they can live and thrive in. He might have just got out of jail. You know what I mean? He might have been out of jail for a little bit. He may want to go back. So he doesn't mind risking it at all because the more time he gets, the more time he gets to be in a home, his old home, or maybe that, that kind of culture suits him. So don't take for granted your freedom and your safety. That's what I'm trying to say. I did not do that myself. I was just living life trying to get a few motherfucking things so I can, you know, be a little comfortable in my life. But you never know when somebody wants to, doesn't appreciate someone else's life because it's so easy to snap a human's life that they just want to take your life. Or they just want to rape you or take something from you or just hurt you. They just want you to feel the pain they're feeling or just give pain off. Some people wake up evil and all they want is to exude evil. They don't appreciate how hard it is to live, to have life, to, to, to continue this journey. You know, they don't care about you wanting to have grandchildren or have children or aspirations, a loved one at all. They just want to end a life because it gives them power. A sick power to see someone's light in their eyes, to see their last breath, to see the fear, to fear, to have that God feeling that God may have made life, but I just took his life and he won't do shit to me. I'll get away with it. So you have to live like you're fighting every day. You have to live primal. You have to be ready to fight for your life, Okay. You have to think about how to get out of a situation that feels like you'll never get out of it. Because if you don't, you won't. 
Now, I am thrilled about the holidays, but in that moment, that quick, that could have fucked up our holidays. We could have got hurt. Something could have happened. That would have fucked us up. And we had people waiting for us. We had to go pick some people up. But, you know, that's just how quick evil is. Evil is all around us, and people are evil and selfish, okay? He looked like a normal, weird old man, okay? But he had ill intentions. Just like someone has ill intentions when they cut you off in traffic, and they almost cause you an accident, or they bump you, or they cut you, or they say something ignorant. People don't give a fuck because they're living in their own world, their own life, and they don't give a fuck. It is a shame they can't just fuck up their own lives and just deal with themselves. If they don't want to be here, they should. If they came in here in this world by themselves, they should really just decide to go by themselves. But some people think it's a community thing where, hey, I'm unhappy, we should all be unhappy. I'm sick, we should all be sick. I'm going down, we should all go down. And that's not right, it's not fair, and that's not how the fuck it should be. It really isn't. So with that being said, ladies, watch your back. Men, you too. You know, if you're of a smaller fat, a stature or whatever, yeah, you definitely need to watch your back too. But I'll tell you what, there have been bigger men who've been taken down also, you know, for a disgruntled person or someone who was fearful or feel you or slighted. So don't take anyone for granted and never turn your back on a motherfucker. Always watch your exes and always have something to be ready to fight. You know, never get in this great little bubble like I'm having a great day. That's why I'm a pessimist because you know what? If I wasn't a pessimist, that would have ruined my fucking day. But I always guarantee something will fuck up. Something's going to go wrong. Something's miserable. That's how I always think. And if my day turns out to be beautiful and wonderful and happy, huh, I'm in total fucking shock. I really am. That's how much of a pessimist I am. And people will say, well, be positive. The cup is half full. No, it's not fucking half full. It's half empty. Fill it up. The world fucking sucks. And I'm miserable. That's the face I put out. Because if I'm happy, people are going to try to make me unhappy. I could be happy internally, but I won't tell you that. That's just the way I am. I don't give a fuck. It works for me. If being positive and happy works for you, it's going to be a great day. That's great. I already I already feel and I wake up knowing that the day is going to be doomed. Hey, it works for me. It gets me through. It's my mechanism that helps make it through every day. That's how disappointed and how evil and ignorant this world and the human beings walking amongst me are. You know it. You might be an asshole. That's why I always say if you're an asshole, add some hemorrhoid cream to your fucking ass. Because for real, there's more assholes than there are good people. There really are. They're just, the ignorance is bliss. It really is fucking bliss. You know, whenever someone is kind to me or genuinely like me, a bubble of like of, of, of just whatever I am, I'm in shock that there's others like me. I feel like we're aliens. Like we landed here on the wrong planet, okay? Because there's nothing but pure evil on this fucking earth every fucking day in healthcare in and in, in banks everywhere you go it's there you can see it in your eyes see it in their face and real quick the dj uh his name was twitch he passed away i used to watch him all the time like many people did or who many, many people didn't know him he was on ellen and he was a dj i didn't know he was in other movies you know he was like this weird to me, he looked like a weird black man. I've never seen a black man look so happy and have such white teeth. I'm not saying that not all black men have white teeth, but I've never seen uh, a black man look so like a Caucasian. Like, no worries, no issues, just happy, dancing. Like, you know, they love blacks dancing. He was doing his whole 
dancing for the dancing for our, you know what what black people are known to do dance entertain um hype up a crowd sh- you know show hey look what i'm doing you want to do it too you know and his little weird uh dressing you know wasn't ethnic at all so he was like a little target model or i would say like a macy's or something you know it wasn't something i will wear but you know he put it on and it's the stuff he wore was very uncomfortable but hey he was dancing and bopping around and everything and then covid happened and then i saw him on and then the show ended and then i saw him and i said when the show ended i really thought like wow what's it gonna happen of him you know how i even said it i said how can he move on from ellen he can't do cursing he can't do anything bad he can't have any serious roles i had no idea he became the executive producer at all and it kind of sucks that when he became like an executive producer the show went to you know it ended but you know say la vie as is but it really i watched him and his family on uh you know i so happy to saw him on um on Instagram, you know, and I said, all right, I'll watch him every once in a while, his wife and him dancing and everything, but I always looked in the eyes, you look in the eyes, that's how you can see, that's eyes are the window to the soul, he didn't look happy, he looked pressured, you know, now he's adding his wife to the mix, you know, it didn't, I didn't feel a connection, it felt fake, he always felt fake to me, um, even when Snoop Dogg came out, it was like he wanted to be black, blacker. When I say black, he wanted to be ethnic. He wanted to know, he wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm, I know the struggle. I, I know the racism. I know, I know what, what people don't know me on the streets. They know me on TV, but if I'm wearing a hoodie, you know, I'm automatically, uh, you know, thought of as a thief, you know? You know, if I'm in the wrong neighborhood, I, I don't get along with the blacks because the blacks will say I act too white. So I have to change the way I'm dressed. And then the police don't know. You know, it, it's like he wanted to, you know, he knows who he is. You, you, you know, you can be raised with an all white family. Society will remind you of who you are and what you are and where you are thought to come from. OK, they'll automatically put a stigmatism, stigmatism on you. So it, it, it was weird to me. He just didn't feel he didn't feel authentic to me. So I felt like something was wrong. So to hear that, you know, everyone has a conspiracy theory that he had committed suicide and he ended his life at such a young age. For me, 40 is young. Okay. But, uh, you know, it kind of, it kind of came together. I kind of got it. You know, people are like, why? You don't understand. People are going through their own thing. He was reaching out every time. Who reached out to him? Everyone like I did just thought, oh, he looks happy. He looks joyous. Oh yeah. He's so great. Wow. No, he was hurting. He was ignored. He was supposed to be this or be that. You know, what about what he wanted to do? What about what he had to do? Who told him he couldn't do it because it's a stigmatism? People know you as this and that. This is how we're paying, making our bills. You know, maybe he wanted to do something totally out of the norm. Maybe he wanted to have a dirty life. Maybe he had a dirty life. You know, maybe there was he was a Jekyll and Hyde. You know, who knows? You know, I go through shit and people don't know it. And I decide and people say it's selfish. What about his kids? What about his kids? They have a life. He gave them life. It's, it's their duty to go on, and their life is in their control, too. That was his life to do with what he wanted to do with it, and that's what he did, if that's what he did, because we really don't know. We weren't there. And people say, oh, he wrote a letter and everything. Society, first of all, the, the TMZ company, they are the first ones there. They violate all privacy. It really sucks. I mean, Society will know that these celebrities are gone before their family. That really hurts. And it's plastered all over. There's no privacy. And then the family has to say, can you respect our privacy? Can you leave us alone? Like, irrespectful. Like, they have to make a whole, like, news announcement for that. That's a shame. 
And if anyone could get a glimpse or a picture of that uh, note, they could sell it and make a lot of money. That's sick. I mean, that's a letter to his family, and that's private. That really should not be a part of anyone's business. But, you know, when you're a celebrity, you sell your soul, and that's part of your soul being sold. You know, your privacy is gone. You're going to give up your, your privacy. You're going to give up your being. You're going to give up who you are. And that's just the way celebrity being a celebrity is. You know, when people say, would you want fame or money or both? I just want the money. I wouldn't want the fame. I really do. Uh, I love my privacy. I don't need everyone... Oh, my ears are like this. So your ears, everyone forms their ears like me. My nose is like this. Everyone gets a nose job like I did. You know, oh, my butt's like this. Everyone gets a butt shape like my butt. I'm happy to be my unique self. No matter how what that uniqueness is, that's me. You know, I wouldn't want to sell my soul to lose my privacy, to have a bunch of money and then be miserable and then end myself. Not saying that's what he did. But that's my personal opinion of that situation. It just, I don't usually talk on celebrities, but because I watched him during COVID and I always had like back thoughts about him, um, that's my take on that. Um, it's like, you know, and if you say it's your opinion, but it's not your opinion because people always want to challenge an opinion. I learned in like what, sixth grade, an opinion is just that, it's not a fact and it shouldn't be challenged. It's just someone's thought. You know, if it's stupid or not, it's their opinion. And you have your opinion on that opinion. And your opinion doesn't matter. Opinions don't matter. Facts matter. I mean, opinions are very entertaining. That's what this whole podcast is about. My opinion. That's why it's entertaining. Because it's not, it's not fact. But anyway, that's my uh, take on that. So that was my weird day. Uh, today is Monday on Sunday. Um, and it is true. Amazon is laying people off. If you're at 100 and you're at 80, you will be fired. They don't care. You get written up for not being a robot. So good luck with that company. But yet we still shop from them because it's Christmas and we need our shit before the 24th. Ain't that something? So, you know, maybe they'll, you know, go away before next Christmas or grow. Who the hell knows? You know, who knows? We don't know what's going to go the hell on. You know, we really don't know. But, you know, it is what it is, right? It is what it is, y'all. But check out zaddyzems.com, Trendy Trigger Queen on eBay, Foul Intentions on Kendall Vella. You know what I mean? You can find me on Facebook and follow me there under La McGlenn. Become a follower. You can subscribe to my podcast. You can send me a little change. Whatever it is, I appreciate it. I will definitely go get some hot tea, okay, or some coffee. Maybe I'll get coffee. I really do need the caffeine. You know, and I'm going to drink some water. I have not been drinking water. I always say that, but I fell back and I fell in love with cream soda and that's not good for me. And I've been having the bad effects from it. So I'm going to get back into drinking water. I feel my body changing. I feel myself not going to the bathroom as much. So I need water in my life. Okay. I'm going to do something to make myself happy today. I want to finish cleaning up my room and adding things to my store. And if you're an asshole, I really say, do not go cheap on a hemorrhoid cream, okay? Do not get the off-brand. Get the real hemorrhoid cream, the name brand. It works faster for some reason, not really does. And add it to your head, your face, whatever, because being an asshole is not cool. So soothe yourself. Maybe you'll be a better person. Who knows? But till next time, cha-chow.